the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Polito. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And yes, indeed, once again this week, maybe not so much next week, but once again this week, we (laughs) do have the winning combination in the studio with us today, starting with Lucy Polito from Score. Great to see you, Lucy. Wait a minute. How come you always introduce her first? Well, because she's better looking than you. Oh, that is for All sure. Right. Well, and she, right. and she, question and she, is probab- she probably kicks harder, too. So. <laughs> she does. Good to see you, Chris. Uh, thank you so much, Lucy. And, of course, the award-winning Rich Jekyll from SCORE. Hello, Christopher, Heart of Hearts. Yes, the support, sporting his Seminole State College shirt today. That's I am doing that. Yes, I'm on several advisory boards over there. Advising what? Uh, <laughs> I'm not at liberty to discuss uh, okay, that. You remember, right. I was in Air Force Intelligence, all so right, I can't talk right. about so that you, kind of you, stuff. You protect the uh, the identity of your... That's right, right my anyway. victims. All right, so I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, but of course, What's the Score is the show all about how score is there for you, and it's a great organization, been around almost as long as Rich. Almost. 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 It is a great organization that was 53 when, years ago. Yeah, started 53 years ago. Yep. And now it is a nationwide nonprofit organization. Right. And it is there all across the country with volunteers from all walks of life. Somewhere between 16 and 17,000 volunteers now. And it started out with five guys in a room in Washington, D.C., how to figure out how to uh, do an application for an SBA loan. And that's how they started teaching clients for free. Right. These fellows had worked at the SBA. These fellows were business people, very successful business people. Well, they worked at the SBA. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, and so they they knew that people were having trouble dealing with Very the, much. Red, the red tape. Right, right. And they helped to navigate people through that, and yep. from that grew score. Grew the score. And that's... And from that grew, what's the score? Uh, that's right. And, <laughs> of course, score still does work with the SBA, but that's only a small part of what they do, right, Lucy? It sure is. We do an awful lot of other things, and, of course, we are located at the National Entrepreneurial Center that also has a number of other organizations that help small businesses. Yeah, including the SBA. 13 organizations, right. 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 And once again, they're all there to help entrepreneurs in the Central Florida area. They also have, for instance, bilingual organizations yes. there. You have the Hispanic Multiple. Chamber of Commerce. A- Asian American, yep. African American Chamber. Yep. So, and and SCORE also has bilingual people. I am one of them. We have one bilingual Indeed. person, and you're it. No, we, well, we have a couple more. That's we right. do? Yeah. Okay. So SCORE, once again, part of a great organization over there at the National Entrepreneur Center. But SCORE is a standalone nonprofit organization 
and all because, volunteers all because it's yeah they're all volunteers uh, rich and lucy don't get paid in money they just get paid in smiles and enthusiasm i guess mm. you might say <laughs> right so uh, it's uh it's actually our reward is really very interesting because i think our reward is the fact that we are helping the community uh grow and in many cases uh, a lot of people want to achieve the goal of having their own business and we're there to help them to make sure it's done correctly. It's like seeing kids grow yeah. up successfully. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Great satisfaction. In Very that. satisfactory. And by the way, if you are a business executive, either retired or perhaps still currently active, SCORE is always looking for more volunteers yeah. to come over there and mentor folks. And because folks come from all walks of life, if you've got a problem somewhere in your business, there's somebody over there at SCORE that's already experienced it. Yep, there's about 60, as you say, five dozen. Here locally. Here locally, and they vary across the board in industries. So, you know, depending on what you're getting into, there's probably going to be a SCORE mentor there that's been in that industry. All right. And to find out, for instance, if you'd like to help somebody in your family or friends, that is in another city who would like to contact their local SCORE office, just have them go to SCORE.org. That is the national website where you'll also find every document that you need in the business world. You're not kidding. Plus templates, plus sample business plans, plus uh, agreements such as hiring agreements and Everything. all for free. The big F word, my friend. Everything that and you, you know, can download. If, uh, if we don't have somebody locally that is in your type of business, right. there are other 17,000 people ready to help you nationwide. So trust me, there is one expert in your field. Somebody out there That's likes right. me. Somebody out there <laughs> will have your solution. Right? Yes. That's the idea. And uh, as Rich said, or as Ashley Lucy, I think, said, or one of them said, the mentorship program and all of these documents at the score.org website are the... Big F word, man. Which is? It's free. That's right, indeed. And free is a bird. Now, the SCORE office also locally provides great seminars and educational programs, some of which are free, some of which there is a charge, but it's a minimal charge. And what you'll come away with, you'll think is a great bargain. So you can go to orlando.score.org to find out about the schedules coming up. And not only do you have the regular things, that occur regularly, but you also have special events. Like right now, we're sort of in the middle of one with Nate Friends. Yes. And the Going International. One, that's right. Where, we just had one last week with him. Yep. That's right. And I think there's like one more toward the end of the month here. I believe so, that's right. And you can go to orlando.score.org. If there is a charge, you'll see it. It's minimal. Whether there's a charge or not, we prefer that you go ahead and register online first or call at 407-420-4844 because you will be receiving materials, whether it's a free event or paid for, that right. you'll be taking home with you. 407-420-4844 or orlando.score.org. Don't forget to sign up for the excellent newsletter there. Oh, yep. yeah, man. you got to sign up for the newsletter. The newsletter. The newsletter. And, <laughs> the newsletter. And then also go to yeah. Facebook. Skinny, right? Yeah, Facebook and like us there. Right. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. And as we said, SCORE works with a lot of great organizations, some located in the National Entrepreneur Center, some nonprofit organizations, and others, actual for-profit corporations and the like. And that brings us to today's guest who's been on the show before. 
But it's been a little while, so we'll get him to re-familiarize you folks with himself. I'd like to welcome back Ted Shep from Axiom Bank. Thanks for having me. It's good to see you again. Yeah, thanks for being on the show with us. So just a little, you know, sort of fill in, kind of remind folks a little bit about yourself, if you would. Sure. Well, I run commercial banking for Axiom Bank, which is a Maitland-based community bank of about $700 million. We're um, kind of an I-4 bank, if you will. Most everything is here in Orlando, but we go over to Tampa as well and have bankers and offices over there. And we've been in the community for 57 years. Hmm. We've had a couple of name changes through there, uh, through, through the years as we've changed missions, most recently to Axiom Bank, which was five years ago, as we transitioned from a thrift to a commercial bank. So when we became a commercial bank and uh, started making commercial loans and small business loans and and showing up at SCORE more often to get our, our folks some help, uh, we we changed our name to Axiom Bank. So, but okay. we've been right here in the community for fifty seven years. I did but, not know yeah, that. But just just to remind us, so you you were in banking before this too, weren't yeah, you? I've been been in banking my entire career. Um, so I, yeah, I've spent a twenty years with a very large bank, and then I've spent another ten or so years in community banking. The last seven. Uh, in community banking, and that's uh, that's really where my my heart is at the moment to to really make sure that small businesses have a chance to to grow as the bigger banks uh, continue to play more up market, and as community banks have shrunk, it's gotten uh, a little harder for folks to get the resources that they need. And community banking is is just incredibly important to the to the community, the small business community. You know, the nice thing about a community bank is. They kind of hold your hand, uh, you yeah. know, as you go in and you're a small business and you're starting out. Sometimes it's hard to find financing. But when you yeah. do, uh, you you know, you can count on the community bank to kind of hold your hand and take you through the whole process. Right. And it's nice to know that you have a bank there. If you ever come to a, you know, financial problem decision that you have to make or whatever, there, it's nice to know a banker. Yeah, we, we like the old school style of face-to-face, yeah, uh, helping, right. helping people to, uh, to grow their business or start a business. We like to do that face-to-face. And, um, you know, that person that walks into our bank, we remind ourselves every day that somewhere in the community, somebody's waking up and they're taking a shower and they're putting on their best suit and they're coming into the bank today to try to make their dream come true. It and seems we, we take that incredibly, incredibly seriously. It seems to us that community banks are closer to the pulse of small business. Well, we sure we sure think so. Yeah. Um, the the big banks um, have have tended. They've to, become to be a little distant. Yeah. In terms of loans it's more and lending and yeah, transactional right, right, driven right. versus relationship driven. Yeah. they like and, bigger businesses, obviously, right, because yeah. that's big bigger money, that's, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. It's no, just their mission. Wrong with that. But but the the small business folks, yeah, they they need face to face help. Yeah. And, and that's what we're there to do. Yeah. Okay. What we're going to have to do right now is take a break. And when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Ted Shep of Axiom Bank. And by the way, if you'd like to go online and find out a little bit more about Axiom, you can go to axiombanking.com. Axiom Banking, spell it all out, axiombanking.com. Okay. And uh, once again, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more also about their relationship with SCORE and how SCORE works with organizations like this to help entrepreneurs here in the Central Florida area. So once again, please do follow up and go to axiombanking.com and orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent newsletter. Hey, hey. We'll be right back with more of What's the Score?
the score of the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Once again, I am Christopher Hart, along with Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito. They are with Score, and our guest today is Ted Shep. He is with Axiom Bank, and Axiom Bank works. <coughs> My tongue got in the way there. Axiom Bank works closely with Score to help local community. Small businesses. Did I get that right? You sure did. Small businesses. And once again, you were just telling us uh, this is a community bank, and it, you guys have been around 50 years. 57 years 57. in the community. 57. And our, again, our mission changed uh, a little bit over the years. And Was um, it ever a savings and loan? It was. It started as the old Washington Shores Federal Savings, savings and loan. loan. That was our okay. original. Yeah. Did you know bank, that? And we still have that office. Of, um, no, I didn't. But knowing they were around fifty-seven years, I knew that they would be around during the savings and loan era. Yeah, we yeah. were. We and were a savings. They were kind of the for, same. They were sort of the community banks of the day, weren't they? Or at least that was kind of their main focus. Yeah, that's where, that's where mom and dad went to get a house. You know, that's that, they they took savings accounts and CDs and made home loans, and that's exactly what uh, the the old Washington Shores and what has now become Axiom Bank used to do. Up until five or six years ago, we would take CDs. A lot of our branches were in Walmarts, uh, in-store branches. And we'd uh-huh. take CDs, and we'd lend them out, and people would buy houses with, with funds. So, yeah, we were thrift uh, up until about five or six years ago. Well, you still have so. branches in Walmart, don't oh, we you? Oh, we do. Yeah. We do. Just the mission's changed a little bit. How we deploy those funds has changed a little bit. But you've always had that sort of close connection with yeah. the community. We, we have. Family. We have. We, right, because we, that's that's what you're talking about. We, we are. The original mission of the bank was to take banking to those who tend to be underserved in banking. And so that was the original and remains part of our, of our core values even today. And so... In these Walmart branches, you're kind of meeting people in their in their place. Um, you, you know, where where they're out shopping, it's more comfortable versus having to go into a traditional bank, which can be very intimidating to a lot of people. So it's something that's worked very well for us uh, for a long time. Well, being around once again, 57 years, you were also around in 08 and 09 during all of that. Well, we sure were. Uh, well, the reason I'm pointing this out is because that's obviously something to be proud of for any business, but especially somebody in the banking yeah, business you made it. that was so tied to the housing market. We're very, and the fact that you were able to survive means that you're quite resilient. Yeah, we're very well capitalized. Um, the bank um, was very prudent during those times, um, stood behind customers that needed standing behind, uh, which is an important thing. But, boy, a lot of banks didn't make it. And we're very proud of the fact that we made it and we're as healthy uh, as it gets today. We're about our five-star rated bank, and uh, that's not handed out too lightly. So we're very proud awesome. of that. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. That is awesome. Um, you mentioned also, you know, some of some of the differences between the, the large multinational banks and community banks. And I think another one that, that uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I've noticed is also the larger banks are relying more and more on technology and less and less on human beings with that day-to-day transaction sort of thing. That's right. And and to be as efficient as the large banks need to be, um, they, they have resorted more to technology, and they'll drive customers for small business loans. They'll drive them to a branch. They'll drive them to websites and to try to, you know, automate that as much as they can while – uh, it's a valuable service that they offer. It's impersonal, and and that's the that's the rub. You can get the the credit from a large bank, but you may not get what you need to get the right deal structured the right way uh, for the long haul. So right, right. that's that's where we think the the, the skilled again, personal banker the, the comes personal, in touch. 
you know, personal that's missing. interaction is missing. Yep. And, and that's uh, a shame no because a lot, a lot of people, you know, when they go in asking for a loan, uh, they're a little nervous to begin with. And they don't even know if they're going to get it or not. And there's going to yeah. be a lot of questions asked and they have to have a feel. And, and so the banker also has to have a feel for their type of business that they're going to be lending money on. So the personal thing, I think, is very, very important. So do I. Uh, makes the, the client a lot more customer when they know the person, when they've yeah. seen the face. It makes a big, big difference. The comfort level is yeah. up there. Yeah, re- we think relationships are huge. Yeah. And uh, transactions, you know, some people just need or want a transaction. That's okay. But uh, we're finding, uh, you know, still a lot of people in the community want to have a relationship with a bank. And when something doesn't go well, they have somebody to talk to. And that right. they have somebody right. can help them work through that, bring mm-hmm. them great resources like the folks at SCORE uh, to help get uh, things back on track sometimes. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, pretty much the case with uh, with people in their finances, whether it's with a bank or with their insurance. You know, mm-hmm. they feel much more comfortable if you can call and get a human yeah. being on the line rather than no some bot. automated something or other. Right, no bot. So do you still give away toasters? Because I might come over there. <laughs> you know what? I had, open up I had one for you, and I left it in the Did car. You? I'm going to go get that. Oh, darn this it. is over. <laughs> Shades we, of we, history past. Maybe we should dust that off and uh, get out some toasters. That's not <laughs> a bad a, idea. Ted Shep, our guest today from Axiom Bank, their website, real simple, axiombanking.com, axiombanking.com. And once again, they've been around 57 years so you can rely on them to be there, right? And that that's another good thing, you know, about banking is that you'll know it'll be the, the same bank, the same people. And you mentioned, uh, the, but over the years, especially over the last, uh, I think you said five years, that the mission uh, statement has changed some, somewhat. Well, it's changed from uh, serving consumers on the housing to now doing more on the commercial side. So that's when the banks started making commercial loans, um, we started really making, because it was our expertise, we started doing construction lending for, for builders who were building the houses. Mm. That was sort of the first stage of the evolution. Sure. And then we turned that into our small business platform, which involves not only um, traditional lending, but we're an SBA preferred lender, which is the highest designation you can get. We approve our own loans uh, for SBA. Um, and we also even have a factoring company, which is interesting. Uh, really? Yeah, a factoring company. What does that mean? Can you explain that? Sure. So a factoring company is a lender who buys receivables. So for companies that just don't have enough track record yet, but they may have great customers that they serve that have great receivables, uh, our factoring company will actually finance those receivables and yep. give them the working capital they need to keep going. So it's a little more expensive, but it's a lot cheaper than having to sell equity in your company. It's invaluable to small businesses because they may have a boatload of construction that's coming up and it's all receivables coming in. And, you know, if they can borrow on that, it's wonderful. Yeah, get some of the cash opposed, quickly. Right, get right. some of the cash. And, you know, that's, uh, that's something that's very important for a business that's already up going, mm-hmm. uh, that's, you know, around for a little bit of time, that is having a temporary problem. Right, uh, cash so, flow. Right. Inventory. Yeah, cash flow. Or... So, and, you know, it's interesting. I don't know if you even thought about it, but that's uh, that's something that maybe we had to talk more about that in at SCORE so that people are aware that there is this organization that's willing to do that. Yeah. And you're exactly right. A lot of, we even get referrals from banks saying we have a customer that's in a little bit of trouble. They have a turnaround plan. They're they're not able to be traditionally financed. Um, You know, can the factoring company help them out until they get the turnaround? 
So it's it's a it's a, been a great thing for us to have. A lot of small companies, you know, do business with the government, and the government usually takes ninety to one hundred and twenty days to get <laughs> their money out there to that company. That's, and sometimes uh, that's too late. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so tough. it's a tough when the cash cycle's that slow. It's yeah. tough. It really helps. So then, not only do you work more directly with the small business owner, but is, is it safe to say then that you also have more options for the small business owner? Yeah, we we in like terms to sell, of financing. We like to tell people that. Yeah, we're one of the few banks in the country that can take you from being pre-bankable all the way to when you sell your company. So the factoring helps you when you're pre-bankable, meaning I'm not quite ready for financing. Just when I'm ready for financing, we have the SBA product to get you going. And then as you mature, we can get you all the way through uh, until the company's uh, you know mature cycle. So we, we can take you from A to Z, and very few banks can say that. So, A bank for all seasons. <laughs> we like to think so. Get it, demand for, uh, never mind. <laughs> All right, so it's lost on you do guys. Do you also work with the SBA? Yeah, we do. We're, we're an SBA preferred lender, um, and so that status we've had for about, oh, two years. Do and they normally so, send more business to you, or are you to them, or how does no, that No, we, we tend to send more to them. Um, okay. our, our leads come from referral sources generally. It's, it's very much a word-of-mouth kind of business, and um, – Reputationally, once you you know reach a critical mass where you're making those types of loans, customers mm-hmm. they they talk to each other and the word gets around, and that's what's worked for us. It's it's it, we haven't done any advertising around it. It's been all word, word of mouth. Well, that means you have a good bec- reputation. It's becoming a big part of of our business, and we're we're excited about that. It's, Great. It's also very fun to do. Um, we work closely with the SBA now. Yeah. In several banks, they have one main person that does the SBA liaison stuff. Is your bank like that, or does each branch have a SBA liaison? So it's it's very similar. We we have an SBA manager, um, okay. and he leads the Located group. Located where? Here in Maitland, here like in Maitland. Orlando. Okay. And yet, though, we have 10 lenders uh, throughout the state who all have been, they've been trained in SBA lending. And so what happens is those lenders... Uh, working their networks can when they come up with an SBA request, they get him involved. Oh, okay. And the reason for that is to make sure that that gets done correctly, that they have a Good. true expert in yep. SBA lending that gets yep. them through the process. A, a lot of banks have generalists that try to get that through, it and work. it's too special. Yep. The, the okay. product needs expertise. So yep. okay. that's how we're organized. All right. We're speaking today with Ted Shep, your true community banker over at Axiom Bank. You can go to axiombanking.com to find out more. We do have to take another break. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. And once again, uh, Axiom works closely with SCORE to help you be successful in your business. So we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. with What's the Score? And speaking of going again, here goes Rich again, going out of town over the week. So yeah. You'll be off no, actually, week. I'm, getting, I'm getting company. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. good deal. And that is Rich Jekyll of Score. And Lucy Polito, you're going out of town next week. No, I also am having company from overseas. Are we so. having the same company? Or? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Are they going to switch houses? Uh, <laughs> Do they uh, go from your house to my I can, house? I can tell you I'm going out of town next week. Okay, <laughs> right. I, I Make sure you have in there. Okay, Christopher. That is Ted Shep of Axiom Banking. Axiom Bank, I am Christopher Hart. 
And we were just uh, uh, having a discussion here with Ted uh, about community banking. And and once again, you work closely with SCORE. Is that, isn't that, do I get this right? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah we do. So a lot, a lot of times, long before the loan request is even known or determined, people will come to us and say, you know, we're thinking about starting a business and we need help. We, we're in this certain industry and how can we get some help? And that's where SCORE just fills that role beautifully. That and the business plans. Exactly. They, the business they plans help. are critical. They need help in going from concept to right. uh, to having a business plan that then they can take to the bank. And by the way, if you're wondering exactly what is a business plan, go to <laughs> score.org and you will see examples there. Yeah. Whatever kind of business there is, there's a business plan in there. There's over 500. Right. And that, download the one that, that closely res- most closely resembles what yeah. you're trying to do. Just fill in the blanks with your information. Right. And, and that's the will, absolute best resource it, I've ever seen yeah, in, in yeah. the industry. You just can't beat it. It yeah. gets you started. And it's all successful businesses. And it gets you started doing things the right way. Right. right. And if you need to tweak it a little bit, the folks like Ted or, or Rich or whoever will help you do that along the way. But if you exactly. don't have that sort of blueprint, the plan to begin with, it's kind of hard to do. So everybody and, thinks a business plan should be about the size of a phone book. When in effect, it's only about 10 to 12 pages. And truly, it shouldn't yeah. be more than about that. Yeah. That's right. At the, at the 10 most. is the most. Yeah, yeah. at the most. For, so for, it intimidates For everybody. most businesses, it probably shouldn't be more than two or three pages. Could yeah. be. You know, yeah. you know, the thing is, you know, present a business plan. Uh, nobody's going to read it if it's more than that. Well, that's well, let's right. ask for the sure. man here because he I was going to say, I've seen a one-pager. It was dynamite where the, uh, a, 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 lady, it's a, a lady and her husband walked in and they said, Without naming names, we make a widget and we sell it to Walmart. And here's how much they pay us, and here's what it costs. And we said that's that's good. That's about all. That's about all we need. (laughs) Uh, You know, it was all there, literally on one page. And they said, "Where do we go from here?" And I said, "I think you're about ninety percent there." Yeah. Um, So they understood exactly who they were, why they existed, and what they did. It doesn't have to be, as you said, it doesn't have to be. Uh, I think that's what we were saying. Is it? It doesn't have to be real complicated. And the other thing is, basic ideas and where you, how you plan to make it work. And you know, the the other important thing, at least in my opinion, anyway. don't go to somebody to get the business plan done. No, because absolutely When you present not. it to the person you're going to sell the idea of whatever it is you need the business plan for, they're going to ask you all kinds of questions. And if you didn't do that plan, you're going to fail right then and there. Right there. Well, yeah. and you're ex- that is so right. We we want to read what's in your head right. and in your heart. We don't want you to hire somebody to do that. It will become pretty apparent that. It was, it and was that's not, one of the yeah, big mistakes people do. Huge. Let's it, just say there was a very, uh, shall we say, obvious example recently of a very widely covered uh, event that uh, indicated that somebody who had been accredited with writing a certain report seemed not to know much about it. <laughs> so uh, it, it does pay because people will be able to tell. Oh, for sure. Uh, you were going to ask him a question, I think, uh, right before we went to... No, the- I was just wondering if you still do real estate loans. Oh, we do. Uh, the Orlando market uh, in, in Tampa, Central Florida, is still a great real estate market. And uh, that part of our business continues to boom. Okay. So not only homes, but for instance, if I wanted to buy a, a building or something to that effect, then that obviously you, you would handle that. You bet. We we see a lot of development. Uh, medical office uh, is going great. We mm. see a lot of uh, many warehouse, many storage 
the multifamily market is Orlando is one of the best multifamily markets in the country mm. because of our, our household formation, our job growth. So yeah, the commercial real estate market's just terrific and uh, a lot of great development going on. It's good, good to know. Good. You know, I, yeah. I, I live downtown and you know, you got all these multifamily yeah. wow. projects going up, yes, but the huge ever. ones in the middle of downtown and then you have the further out you go, kind of the smaller ones. But I keep wondering where do all these people work and how do they make all this money to have all, you know, live in these places? Well, you, you bring up a really interesting point because Orlando, one of our one of our number one things that as a community we're working on is affordable housing. It's it's a, it's a problem. Um, it, finding housing that people can afford remains a, a big, big issue, and it's very, very difficult to solve. So a lot of what's being built, you're right. Um, it's it's nice and and yet it's still fifteen sixteen seventeen hundred dollars a month. A lot of people can't do that. So, but it, it's a function of this amazing economy that that's taking place here in Orlando. When people are moving here every day and jobs are being created every day, uh, that's what drives housing. You know, it's so. interesting. I just read an article this morning about people, younger people, millennials, or whatever the next level is, uh, they are they prefer to rent than to buy, mm-hmm. uh, which is amazing to me because, as you say, rents in Orlando roughly are anywhere between 1300 and above if a one-bedroom apartment. And you say, my gosh, you know, these people should be thinking about buying a house or something. And no, they prefer to rent because they're mobile. They don't know how long they're going to be in a particular place yep. and a whole bunch of reasons. But I was very surprised. And maybe that's why there are so many there, uh, available that's, places That's now. part of it. There, there are two fundamental changes taking place. One is what you said. Um, and the reason for that is a lot of the folks, uh, they saw mom and dad lose houses during the Great Recession. And they were like, that's never going to happen to me. And Plus, so that's uh, part of it is just kind of some scars from that. But the other thing that's, that's fascinating is, um, you, you know, I'm 58 years old. People, when I was young, we, we got married in our early 20s. And now people say, are getting married so much, much later. later in life. Right. If and they that's get dri- married at all. It, it's, well, that's right. And that's driving the rental market uh, for sure. Right. Yeah. Because the a single thing person I think is, is much uh, more likely to rent question is a, yeah. a lot of the uh, younger folks have a lot of loans. And, you know, they have to worry about the college uh, loan that they have still outstanding it's difficult for them to gather enough money for the down payment so that may be another one of the issues i think they're a lot more mobile than we were oh yeah for sure i mean they are going out of town for different jobs and they're meeting spouses online and they're going to say this is the place where i'm going to be for the rest of my life yeah no such thing. Is that what you got doing next week? You got a mail order bride coming in? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you broke like, the code. Turn it off. All right, all right. I'll just tease you, of course. <laughs> Ted Shep, our guest today, Axiom Bank, axiombanking.com is the website. And you mentioned that you still have locations in Walmarts, and we you're in Maitland, I believe you said. Yeah, we're headquartered, headquartered in Maitland. Now, can people go into a Walmart location and say, yeah, I heard Ted on the radio this past weekend. He was talking about commercial loans. I'd like to get something started. Can they do that? And then they'll kind of put them off onto the right direction. That's exactly right. So our branches, they're, they're trained to, you know, to, to have that initial conversation. And then they just they kick the uh, referral uh, you know, to me and then I triage it to the right person. 
And then they send them to aisle six for a toaster. (laughs) Well, that's correct. (laughs) You know, in a Walmart, we have an unlimited supply. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Let's give them a coupon, (laughs) tell them which aisle hit to. Um, And once again, Axiom works closely with SCORE and with the SBA. So they can, you know, network with these other organizations to help, you know, help you along the way. And that's another great uh, part of what SCORE does is that they do work closely with so many other organizations and great institutions like Axiom Bank. Yeah, that are very small, business-oriented, very comfortable, you know, so you can go in, sit down with them. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, oh, absolutely. can I come no, in and sit down no, with we you? We would love that. The, okay. the face-to-face <laughs> interaction, again, we think that's incredibly valuable. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. And so once again, Ted Shep is, he's your community banker over there at Axiom Bank and axiombanking.com is their website. And don't forget when you're on the internet there to go to orlando.score.org to find out all the various uh, things, events and things of that nature that SCORE has coming up. Uh, Also, when you're there, you can also sign up for the newsletter. Did I just say that? Sign no, you didn't, newsletter. but that's good. So, you can sign up for the yeah. newsletter. Plus, if you have any questions about a previous broadcast that we've done, mm, they're point. all up there. Yeah. So if you have questions about Ted and, you know, the bank, Axiom, and how, where do I go, and SBA and that kind of yeah, stuff, as a matter of fact, go yeah. back to the, uh, the, all archived. the broadcast. That's right. Yep. right. That's right. All at orlando.score.org. And once again, don't forget that national website, score.org, yeah, because that's where all of that documentation can be found. Uh, agreements, as Rich was saying, say between partners and yep. you know dissolution agreements and that's everything it. that you need. Dissolution agreements. No right. matter what kind of business you're going to be doing, you'll find the documentation you need right there. And those documents are all, once again. The big F word, once say again. again. Say it again. Okay, Lucy. <laughs> It's free. That's right. All right, so we'll take a break and come back. And once again, our guest today, Ted Shep of Axiom Bank. And they are your community bank for your small businesses and still for housing loans as well. So they've got it all for you at Axiom Bank. So we'll be right back with more of What's the Score, where we got it all for you, too. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, this is the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Along with Lucy Polito and Rich Jekyll, I am Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Ted Shep of Axiom Bank. But before we get back to the discussion with Ted, I'd just like to remind you, you know, he was talking about how they rely so much on word of mouth, and it is a great form of advertising. And that's kind of what we do on the radio here. It's yeah, word we of do. mouth. Yep. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's right. And it's still a great way to get your message out there to a mass audience that you would like to have hear it. And with great, several great radio stations here in the Orlando market, Central Florida market, the Salem Media Group has just everything that, that you would need to get that message to your particular audience. The man to talk to to describe how that happens is Bill Files. He's the station manager here at Salem Media Group Orlando. His phone number is 407-618-1760. That's 407-618-1760. Radio advertising is extremely affordable in the overall scheme of things and even in the small scheme of things. Mm. And you can do it several ways. 
you can do it the traditional way, have commercials produced either with your voice or one of the great professional voices here at Salem Media Group Orlando. Or perhaps you can sponsor a radio show like this show right here. You mm-hmm. could sponsor What's the Score? And every week yep. we would come back saying, this is What's the Score? Again with Rich Jekyll, sponsored by yeah, There Tide. you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so and? You, you would get, uh, you could do it that way. Or you could even have your own radio show. Right. You hear folks do this, especially on the weekends. And sometimes... Oftentimes, you hear the same people on the radio week in and week out talking about their diet loss plan, I mean, their weight loss plan, or maybe they've got some supplements. But the reason they do that, folks, is because it works. Don't let the secret out, but it works. Tell me about talk radio. It is the, it is one of the two most listened to radio formats in the United States, along with country music. Uh-huh. And going into yeah. next year, it is surely to be the number one listened to format. It kind of you know oscillates during election years. News talk is number one during the off year. Country music, everybody kind of takes a break. So. Are you making that up? Nope. No. Nope. Okay. But the, those two are always consistently, and they're not even close to the other formats. You know what's amazing? The two people most think, listened to uh, radio formats. People think that TV is really the most important thing, and no, not so it much is anymore. Not. Yeah, not so no? much anymore. But what's fascinating is radio predates TV predates the internet and all of that and tv has come and it seems to be kind of waning as the younger folks that we've been talking about their 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 habits are changing in a number of ways and they don't watch tv they go to the internet Internet. to to get the visual right but they still go to the radio that's so radio has been maintaining its place all along whereas television seems to be waning and of course the print media is falling way behind. Yeah. And, you know, whether you, whether you realize it or not, everybody listens to radio daily. I Pretty mean, much. driving, for instance, is a perfect time. Or in the uh-huh. morning when, yeah. they're, when yeah. they're getting ready for work or whatever. And in the evening, it happens all the time, ladies and gentlemen. People listen to the radio. So it's get your message on the, yep. on the air. So Good call Bill. 407-618-1760. Speaking of investments, uh, that's what Ted Shep is in the business uh, business of. In essence, making investments in the small businesses and homeowners here in the community. Absolutely. That's, uh, that, that's why we exist. Uh, we're trying to help grow, uh, grow companies and help people to grow wealth and create jobs and make our community a better place. You know, uh, Back when I had a little money to play with, I would play around in the stock market. And what I would look for is a kind of, it was kind of the Warren Buffett strategy. Find a good company run by good people and you'll make good money. Yeah. And that's kind of what you do. In other words, my faith was more in the people who ran the, the business sort of than anything else. It really is still the number one fundamental we look for in a customer. I mean, we can crunch the numbers all, we can crunch them as, as well as anybody, but it really comes down to, you know, the, does this person have the passion to run their own business? Do they have the skill to run their own business? Do they have the character when things get tough to, to stick it out? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the people still matter uh, more, than, more than anything else. I'd rather have great management for a company that's struggling a little bit than bad management in a company that's doing well. I know which one's going to make it in the long haul. Interesting. Interesting. So uh, I've come in 
well, obviously wouldn't take me. But <laughs> they would call security and go. Yeah, they would. <laughs> Put that toaster away. I was waiting for you. Let's, let's say Lucy comes in. Different story, uh, of course. Yeah, Approved. different story. That automatically, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. So what do you look for? I mean, is it credit score or is it do they know what they're talking about? Or Sort of the more fundamental. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of both. So we're looking for um, a, certainly a credit score. Personal credit score matters. It shows that you're, you, right. know, that you pay your bills responsible. and that you're responsible. Um, we're looking for experience in the industry. Okay. Um, so I've been a banker for 30-plus years. Um, if I want to go start a uh, ice cream store, I, I don't know that I'd lend me money. I don't know anything about ice cream stores. So we want to we see that, um, that you have experience in, in the industry, that you, um, you know, certainly that you, you've shown a passion to for, for entrepreneurship. Not everybody's cut out for this. And, and so I, I can give you a great example. Um, a gentleman comes to us. He's been with one of the big restaurant companies for 20 years. He's saved up plenty of money, comes to us and says, hey, I'm going to open two franchise stores of a certain restaurant brand, a brand you would know. So he goes for 20 years, saves up a bunch of money, learns everything you can learn about restaurants. He's in his early 40s, and now he, he owns two stores and is getting ready to open two more. I can do business with that with that guy all right. day long. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's no that's somebody that had a plan for 20 years to be an entrepreneur and uh, decided to learn everything he could possibly learn first working for the big guys. And now he's out there just crushing it on his own. Cool. How so, important are business plans? They're very important. We, we if, if you don't understand uh, what it is that you're about to do and you really how do don't you make have money? good command yeah. how to make money and, and how to have cash flow, um, that business plan, you know, it, it tells us a whole lot about how much homework somebody's done and their preparedness to go into business and very good and to do this. Very good. Right. I, I think the other thing that you mentioned prior uh, is the passion that you might feel about the person and how much they really want to do the business and how much they really, you know, a lot of the research that has to be done before you start a business that will tell you an awful lot about whether or not the person is serious about this. Right. It shows up. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, we just have a couple of minutes left here. Axiom's been around 57 years, community banking, all that time, one form or another. And you've been, you said, banking 30 years yourself. Oh, okay. I hate to date myself. Uh, well, just, uh, you already well, did, well, bud. Well, 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 you already well, did. We'll, just we'll call it 39 years, but <laughs> who's just, counting? Just laying, just laying the predicate here. So how would you judge the, the small business climate in Orlando right now and the outlook and do you guys have like a graph you have in the office back there where it shows 57 years ago, here's what we were doing and here's where we are well, now? I, I they can, use computers today. I can tell you one major change. My first day as a banker when I was still in college, the prime rate was 21.5%. Right. Oh, yeah. my God. I remember <laughs> that. That displaced me in 1980. So there you go. Right. So, um, no, the business environment in Florida is very, very good. In Orlando in particular, I, I think we have been in incredibly blessed with great leadership mm-hmm. um, and not to talk politics. Uh, right? I don't even know if they're Republicans or Democrats. We've had great leadership here that has been very conducive for, uh, for businesses. That to, is the one uh, thing that, that both parties, uh, all groups seem to agree on. And that is that the business community here is key to the success of everything we want to do. It's united and the county and the city work well together. We've seen that over and over and over again. Um, uh, for the betterment of the community, which is which is helping things a, a lot. So, 
the political environment's good. The business environment's incredible. When you have this much household formation and, and, and job creation, and now people uh, whose whose 401ks are are healthy again um, post Great Recession, they're now retiring to Florida again in record numbers. We're just seeing all kinds of growth, and that's great for small businesses. It's just that's exactly the the situation you want. So I think the environment's great. So you don't see any on on. On the near horizon, anyway, signs of a tremendous slowdown. Oh, you're going to make me predict. Shame ah. on you. Well, you, got, you got one minute. You <laughs> think you were getting out of here? Out of here. Well, once upon a time, no. I we you know there obviously there's been a lot of talk of is a recession coming and when. Um, to be honest with you, we we don't see it here in Central Florida. Things are still going great. I think nationally. Uh, got to keep an eye on it, and that can trickle down. And then internationally, there are some geopolitical things out there that are you know, that are happening, tariffs and whatnot. But no, we, we are very bullish on Central Florida for the for the next three to five years. Right. Great. That's a great place to leave it because we're out That's of time great. anyway. So we <laughs> want to thank you for being on the show with us, Ted. It was great to see you guys again. Thank All you so right. much. Hey, could you to get my back. toaster now? That yeah, I'm yeah. It's in the car. I'll go get it. Okay. Right. Thank Ted you. Be right back. Axiom Bank. <laughs> AxiomBanking.com or just visit them in one of the Walmarts or over in Maitland and they'll do do you right by your banking. Community banking, you can't beat it, ladies and gentlemen, especially in this day and age. Would you rather talk to a computer or to Ted? I mean, that's that's the bottom line. That's kind of what we're talking about here. And speaking of talking to computers, well, you can, you can go to orlando.score.org and yep. sign up for the newsletter. You won't Get be a person. To computer, Get a person. Or you can call at 407-420-4844 during normal business hours, and you will get a person. So and like us. Until next week, that's it for What's the Score. See ya. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.